Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.com. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.com. Hey, this is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is part one of What Do I Do Now? Philosophy, Culture, and History. I just returned from a two-week trip to uh, various areas in the United States, including Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, Savannah, Georgia, and Charleston, South Carolina. Boy, oh boy, is Charleston rich in history. Not only the history of the formation of our country, but the Civil War. All All these historical events are in the news now, actually, and seem to be um, fueling disagreement around the country. And I believe it's because we don't know our history. We just don't get it because we don't know the whole story. Who are the rioters? They're, They're young people. They're literally what I would call kids from the ages 14 to 24, And they're tearing down statues. They're defacing uh, historical monuments of people who literally fought and in some cases died for emancipation. They want to destroy the Lincoln Memorial. It's absolutely crazy and insane that these figures, that these historical figures are being not only questioned, but maligned and destroyed. Why are they doing that? Well, because they don't know the history. They haven't been taught. Well, the Chinese flu, along with the protests and the riots, have initiated a new dynamic into our mission and goals. We see the infiltration of more political agendas in public school curriculums, And now, with fall school plans emerging, parents are waking up. Thank heaven. School districts, which are bound by law to remain politically neutral, have gone as far as teaching radical theories to students and recommending teachers and families vote Democrat and contribute financially to progressive groups, including Black Lives Matter and Democrat candidates. Now, not only is this offensive, of course, to many who don't agree, and these are parents of children in these schools, but it's illegal. Public schools cannot do this. They must remain politically neutral. So we had some letters sent by a few um, attorneys 
to the local school districts in Oregon about this topic. We need to call them out, and we need to do something about it. Let us know if you have found something similar in your school district. Go online. Go on their website and see what they say about the racial tensions and and, uh, what they should be doing to address that. Most of them have adopted the same uh, the same curriculums that we are seeing. Now we have a reason to believe that the Oregon Education Association or the teachers union is putting pressure on school boards and administrators to implement this agenda. Uh, it's no secret that the union contributes financially to Democrat political campaigns, and they have a vested interest in riling up teachers, students, and parents to back progressive issues, uh, including the critical race theory, which now tops the list. So on Sunday, after I returned home from my uh, two weeks away, I watched an interview with Mark Levin and Ben Shapiro, two highly intelligent political intellectuals. Shapiro's new book, just out today, How to Destroy America in Three Easy Steps, was the focus of the interview. Shapiro makes the case politics or elections are not enough to restore our nation. After all, we have won some elections, haven't we? We haven't lost all of them. But we're losing the battle for the heart and soul of America on three other fronts. Philosophy, culture, and history. Now, when he pointed this out, it got my attention because I know K-12 public schools has in preparing young people for future leadership in business and civic life. And I also know the way philosophy, culture, and history are taught has specific influence on future generations, the very future of our country. So now that we're talking about history, I want to interject uh, a document that is featured on our website. It's called Current Communist Goals, and you can just put that term, Current Communist Goals, in the search bar, and uh, the PDF will be available to you. Uh, This is a document that was presented in the House of Representatives by um, A.S. Herlong, Jr. of Florida. These are, there are 45 communist goals, and they were featured in Cleon Skousen's book, The Naked Communist. I'm just going to read a few of them to you. There are 45 in the list. Number one, U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Number four, permit free trade between all nations regardless of communist affiliation. Number six, Provide American aid to all nations, regardless of communist domination. Number seven, grant recognition of Red China, admission of Red China to the UN. Eleven, permit the UN as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. 15. Capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. 
17. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers' associations and put the party line in textbooks. 18. Gain control of all student newspapers. 19. Use student riots to foment public protests against programs or organizations which are under communist attack. Number 20. Infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, and policy-making positions. 21. Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. 22. Continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings, substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. I've seen quite a few of those around Portland. Number 24. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. 26. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy. Pedophilia is now on the list of just another sexual orientation. Number 28. Eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools on the ground that it violates the principle of separation of church and state. 29. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, and out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. 30. Discredit the American Founding Fathers. Present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. 31. Belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history on the ground that it was only a minor part of the big picture. Boy, that sounds familiar. Give more emphasis to Russian history since the communists took over. Number 35, discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. 36, infiltrate and gain control of more unions. 37, infiltrate and gain control of big business. 38, transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavior problems as psychiatric disorders which no one but psychiatrists can understand. Hmm... Number 39, dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control over those who oppose communist goals. 40, discredit the family as an institution and encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents Attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and retarding of children to suppressive influence of parents. 
Number 42. Create the impression that violence, insurrection, are legitimate aspects of the American tradition and that students and special interest groups should rise up and use united force to solve economic, political, or social problems. Is that enough? It's enough for me. It's obvious there is a plan, an agenda, to, as Ben Shapiro states, disintegrate our nation. So back to Shapiro. He says, a growing number of Americans want to tear down what it's taken us 250 years to build, and they'll start by canceling our shared history, ideals, and culture. Traditional areas of civic agreement are vanishing. We can't agree on what makes America special. We can't even agree that America is special. And we're coming to the point that we can't even agree what the word America itself means. Shapiro has coined a new word. It's disintegrationists. Disintegrationists say we're stronger together, but their assault on America's history, philosophy, and culture will only tear us apart. And we're watching that happen right right in front of our very eyes every single day almost we are seeing this who are the disintegrationists from howard zinn's a people's history of the united states to the new york times 1619 project many modern analysis view american history through the lens of competing oppressions a racist and corrupt experiment from the very beginning. They see American philosophy as a lie, beautiful words pasted over a thoroughly rotted system. They see America's culture of rights as a facade that merely reinforces traditional hierarchies of power instead of being the only culture that guarantees freedom for individuals. Disintegrationist attacks on the values that built our nation are insidious because they replace each foundational belief from the rights to free speech and self-defense to the importance of marriage and faith communities with nothing more than an increased reliance on government. The twisted disintegrationist Vision replaces the traditional unionist understanding that all Americans are united in a shared striving toward the perfection of universal ideals. I'm going to say that again because this is the heart of our problem. This twisted disintegrationist vision replaces the traditional unionist understanding that all Americans are united in a shared striving toward the perfection of universal ideals. Why? Because we don't agree on those universal ideals any longer. Shapiro's book, How to Destroy America in Three Easy Steps, shows that to to be a cohesive nation, we have to uphold foundational truths about ourselves, about our history, and reality itself. To be unionists 
instead of disintegrationists. Shapiro offers a vital warning that if we don't recover these shared truths, our future, our union as a great country is threatened with destruction. So why do I bring this up? Isn't it just another book about American ideals? No, no way. No way, because the teaching of Marxist ideals, like equal outcomes for all, are rampant in public schools today. I'm talking about K through 12. Yes, in the universities, as Shapiro points out, but do not overlook K through 12 education. Equal outcomes for all is the cornerstone principle for Black Lives Matter. The superintendent of an Oregon school district recently wrapped up her weekly video for teachers and staff with the call for equal outcomes for all. The heart of a school is the curriculum. Accurate U.S. history is obviously missing in public schools today. It has been replaced with progressive disintegrationist philosophies. Our children have been turned against their parents and their country by government schools that we are funding with our own tax dollars. Our own money has been used against us. Not only is this immoral, it is treasonous. Thank you for listening. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information and you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe School Summit. Featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. The date is Saturday, October 3rd, Shiloh Inn, Portland, Oregon Airport. Check out events on our website. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax-deductible, non-profit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. See you next time to learn more about parents' rights now.